0: what up and welcome to a podcast of mo i am mo this is episode 249 in this episode i'm joined by joe from limbo cast talk about the patreon merch shop podcasting vinyls audio equipment crypto rent divorce sports patriotic talk religion binging tv covid and a bunch of shit in between thanks for checking us out podcast with Mo. What up? First thing I'm getting to <clears throat> is patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. Uh, you can go there. You have any amount of money, get early access to this podcast. If you give enough, you can be like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, and Marshall, the Darm Initiative Bear. Powwow again off the list. But I should be seeing him um, a few days before this episode comes out. So maybe I'll guilt him into signing back up or updating his card, whatever the case may be. Um, not that I would unfriend him, but, you know, maybe, maybe. Um, also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast. mo. go there, get us a cool t shirts. So we also have one at uh, the exact same thing slash eight of the mo. Um, if you're interested in some A the Mo merch, I feel like I'll probably make an internet friend's three shirts, but it's gonna be white and kind of basic, so you know, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Um, anyway, that's that's the way I try to make some money around here. So if you're interested, think about it. Um, all right, this person i'm having on this week i'm actually recording this about a week and a half early but this is the only time we can get it in and uh really it's easier for me because i have spring break coming up and it'd be cool not to have to worry anyway uh this guest today goes by the name of joe i call him joe from limbo uh, cause the name of his podcast is the limbo cast. So y'all go check him out. He also has some other stuff going on. He has like a radio show and I don't know he's been doing a lot of stuff. So we're going to figure all that out. I have no real notes. Um, that's been a fucking theme lately and uh, we'll see, see what we can come up with. So anyway, let's give him a call. Now, um, uh, my little brief intro for you was, you know, of course you had a podcast called the limbo cast and, right. um, uh, aren't you doing something else as well as there still just a limbo cast, but like an I'm-
1: offshoot. Yeah, I'm doing um so what I'm doing now is every Tuesday I would have Tony Grants come on the on the limbo cast, but what we've done, we've we've decided to change that to a live show on uh like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube every Tuesday night at uh, ten o'clock central. And then people can just shoot the shit with us that way. We talk about fuck whatever. Who knows? We don't we don't even know. We just see what happens. And um then Wednesdays I started a show called Live from the Bunker where we try to me and my co-host Sarah, who's from, she's also in Oklahoma actually, oddly enough, and she she's awesome. But we're uh, we just talk to musicians basically, get them on there and shoot the shit. Same thing gives gives fans a chance to interact. I, I kind of took a step back from doing like the Limbo podcast for a bit just because I'm I was burning out. I was burning out pretty good doing it. Fucking. Five, five nights a week, and I got to, yeah, I'm in the middle of I'm in the middle of moving right now, like my whole family so, I was gonna, like, fuck. yeah, like I this step, seems like a step good step time, for, but, yeah, I was like, you know, I'll take a break for a little bit, but
0: it'll be back when you were doing five nights a week, I was like, holy shit, um, yeah. only because you know I do a podcast and it's not great or anything, but it's like I do all my inner like my I record myself. Days before they come out, you know, and I'm like, and I have time and I mix them yeah. and I'm, uh, it's a very much more a yeah. controlled thing. And then, yeah, like all my friends podcasts are normally like, all right, we're going live. It's going to be a video. Uh, don't say, uh, and huh too much because we're not cutting any of that shit. <laughs> we're not editing shit. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's so, like that too. though.
0: Yeah. And I've been leaving a lot of mine. I do very little editing. Uh, you know, I did, Like, I feel bad about it, but a few weeks ago, Southern Comfort, who's the homie, comes on every couple weeks or a couple months, and uh, he wanted to shout out some artists who I personally didn't want to because the person was mean to me before, and I just cut all the good stuff he said, and I was like, you know what? I don't like them, so fuck them. (laughs) And I thought it was really cool that I did that, but then Mm -hmm. I've also kind of felt bad, but I'm like, fuck that. It's my podcast.
1: That's your fucking podcast, dude. That's just it. You can cut whatever you want.
0: Yeah. So, that's anyway, hilarious. that's the magic that's of it all. But like when Snappy's on, I was like, "Well, fuck it. We've done too many of these. You know, half of my episodes are with are just Snappy. So uh, everyone knows how he is. I'm not going to cut anything that anyone doesn't already know. So that's right.
1: Yeah, that's that's the way to do it, man.
0: That that's how feel. Um. So on your music bunker ones what type of music do you have to do because i do have an album coming out next month so we just got to figure out that's
1: right you know what you're you're in luck because i don't we don't have any any restrictions at all for genre so yeah we'll get you on there sweet um yeah internet friends
0: three um i'm gonna go ahead and make some random announcements about it because i'm holding this for a week and a half and so at least if i can keep these secrets till then um i've already told people it's going to release on april 23rd so i am still at the time of recording this waiting on the last person to send me their verse but they said they're going to and i trust them and uh you know like they hit me up to be like hey i really want to be on the project so i'm thinking it's going to happen but anyway um waiting on one verse everything else is great um today i got fucking obsessed with making canvases so uh if people aren't familiar on Spotify, if you're listening to it on your phone and maybe other devices, there's like this little video that'll fucking play on the background of the song. And it used to just be for people that were like signed to real record labels or had like a whole, like a big following. But within the last few months they've opened it up and I made some basic videos for mine that aren't a big deal at all. Um, But I wanted to like really, you know, like, man, this next album went to be really cool. And so my whole theme um, Some people have seen the cover, but I don't think I've, like, released it anywhere. For Internet Friends 3, Is it, it looks like the Google homepage, except where it normally says Google, it says A to the Mo, but, like, in the Google font. And then in the search bar, it says Internet Friends 3. You know, it's very, very right. simple. Plus tight
1: though.
0: Great. It's cool. And now for my canvas, I decided I'm going to make it look like I'm searching and then images tab for the song. And then I'm now going through today and I'm replacing all of the images that come up with like images that reference shit that's referenced in the song. So nice. it's like a four second video. Cause that's how canvases are. But when someone watches it, you know, and I'm, and i I do some punchline, and that fucking word is one of the pictures i think that'll be kind of cool but then again i know most people won't even pay attention but like i've been like real into it all day
1: of like oh my god genius (laughs) (laughs) i i think though i think that there will be some that do pay attention and then you'll just like fucking knock their socks off and be like holy shit that was so smart you know you gotta have the whole fucking package if you can Right. right right
0: uh there One song has Brad X on it, um, the homie note, but when I typed in his name, one of the things that came up was like some old mixtape of his uh, like called it said Brad X and the devil's dick. And it's like some shitty stick drawing of the devil with his dick and someone grabbing the devil's (laughs) dick. And so I put that in like a corner where you couldn't see the whole image, but you could see part of it. So like Brad will see it and be like, oh, fuck, he found that image. But like no one else will even have a clue what it is, you know. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: So it was a moment today, like I was just fucking. It just hit me of like that's exactly what I have to do. And then I came home and started working on it. And then I was like, yeah, this is fucking turning out pretty good. Like I
1: was pretty pumped, awesome, pretty pop. That's that's fun. That's fun shit. Yeah,
0: rare, rarely does that happen where it all just comes together. <laughs> um, comes together so easily. So yeah, I know you have Tony Grants on, and y'all, y'all, you said do a random stuff, and then you have your music show. Um is that more or less, I know you also talk a lot about like vinyl records, you know, and I have a record player and I'm, I, I wish I knew more about it, but is that also like a a topic area for you now, or is it just uh, a hobby?
1: That's just a hobby for me, to be honest. If, if people, if I talk to guests and they say, oh, I've got these records and this and that, I'll ask them about their fucking records, you know, but it's not like a, there's so many, I think there's probably a lot of podcasts that like talk to people that are super fucking hardcore into it. You know, Red. and I'm I'm trying to get hardcore into it, but like I don't know.
0: I think I have to I've get got a got,
1: better record player. Like, I yeah, got, that's just I've got a piece of shit, like <laughs> fucking like like fifty dollar fucking Amazon Bluetooth, whatever. Like, it's not a good record player.
0: Right, ex- exactly. I, I mine is originally, um, my wife's grandparents bought us one. I like Crosley, it looks like a little suitcase. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was fine. But I from I looked up the it went out after like a year and a half. And uh that's just common with them. They're not made, you know, to last these new ones. And I was like, well that sucks. So then I went and bought spent what well, I thought was pretty good money on one on Amazon. And then I got it and the speaker that's built into it fucking sucks. Right. It's like got some weird echoey quality to it. I'm like, well, this sucks. But I have uh, like these monitor speakers, you know, that are like really, really expensive. So I'd hook those up to it and it was fun. I'll listen to it and it's good. But I bought a few new records. So like I got like Run the Jewels 4. Is that the new one? Nope. I believe. Don't yeah. Yep. I got the newest one um, on vinyl and I put it on and immediately like it's like all the bass and low end is just taken out of it. Now I don't know if that's the record or if i got like a bad record or if like my speaker i don't know people were like you got to check your needle to make sure it's good and i'm like i don't know it just ruined sure. the whole shit for me though so now i have
1: kind of quit listening to new stuff on it yeah that's that's what i'm saying if i i am trying to think of like a new i don't i don't think i've bought like a new record you know what i mean like I, I i was buying used records like johnny cash and shit like that like right. old school pressings and whatever and that's the kind of show I listen to on the record player like I, I've gotten back big into like my 90s grunge shit so I just picked up a few of those um, but that's what I mean like these guys sit there and say oh you just got to fucking adjust the tension on your fucking arm and this is like well, oh have the fuck to do all that I'm going right i thought i to put the needle down i want to fucking play i don't want to sound you know half decent doesn't have to be crazy i'm not a crazy audiophile or anything like that right it's not just sounds all right but i you know like i i kind of understand the frustration with that run the jewels because it's it's fucking hip-hop it's run the jewels you want to hear that bass well
0: and i think it's because i was just listening you know i've been listening to the digital versions because when i bought i pre-ordered it and uh or my wife pre-ordered it for me for like my birthday or something whatever it was and i got a t-shirt a the vinyl, a digital copy of it and and so, like a download code. So I had that download code where it's all like, you know, crystal clear digital copies. And then I put on the vinyl and it's like, oh, like all the low ends cut. This is weird. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, this is very common in records. It's because you're like you're saying like something about the tension and your needle and all this shit. And I was like, well, that's weird. But we have probably a hundred old records that my wife's family liked, had collected throughout the years that are great. All right. Like there's something about them sounding old. that even makes it better. Like uh, the intro on my album coming up. I actually sampled a vinyl. It was when I went for a few, you know, a couple of weeks. I was like, I'm going to figure this shit out. And a few beats I, I got off this like oldies, you know, record mm-hmm. that I don't think anyone will be able to track down, but maybe I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, but like, it's great. I love listening to it. Like, um, I would say probably the Doobie Brothers record we have is my favorite. Like, oh, yeah. it's just, I don't know why I put it on. I'm like, this shit's so fucking good. It's just so good. And then, man, I wish I could remember the new... There's some guy that's blind, and mm-hmm. I put on this thing. It's not like Stevie Wonder or some shit. some fucking white fucking Stevie Wonder, I guess, some white dude, and he's <laughs> blind. And I was listening to this shit, and I didn't know he was blind. And then uh, when I brought him up to my dad, my dad was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so. He was the blind dude. And I was like, wait, he's blind? Oh, fuck. So anyway, I keep... Coming across some real fun records in uh, in our collection of random shit. I think we also have like Thriller. You know, we have like some like really totally. like good ones, <laughs> and then we uh, but like shirt. I like the random ones uh, that are nothing. You know, like we have like a Mexican Christmas.
1: Fucking rights, dude. I you know what speaks speaking of that, like so I moved into my grandparents, See, eh? They've they've passed years ago and things like that. I'm just trying to we're trying to keep the house alive and the family and that sort of thing, moving right. back to my hometown. Um, I was there last week and uh he has <laughs> grandpa had this fucking like record player straight from the sixties. Like it was called the Viking Center console or something like that. So oh, it's I one see. that you can like you, you can hook the your fucking um, yeah, that's right. You can you can hook your fucking like he has like these four speakers built into the walls in the basement in these two different rooms. That's like his surround sound. <laughs> it's that motherfucker, that the thing is all wired and good to go. Like I was there last week and I was like, Oh, look at all this. My my dad had found his old record collection. He's like, Yeah, you can have those and obviously whatever and there's like there's probably fifty records in there. I didn't even get through hardly any of them I was just looking but I put that record on and it's it's never sounded better so I know that my record player that I have is just a piece of shit right you know but it's good and and speaking of random stuff like I found one that was like John Denver sings Christmas carols with the Muppets (laughs) I don't know if that's like worth anything but if anybody here just wants to buy it it's fucking yours. that's fine I don't know yeah before Christmas
0: uh this year because my parents were coming up and uh me and my wife we went to we have like a it's not like a GameStop, but not really it's called a game exchange it's like a okay more regional i think it's like a, around a few different states but i have one in town here and they have a wall of old vinyls and like all of them are just a dollar a piece for like nice. no it's like it just doesn't matter so we bought like three random christmas vinyls um that were like all orchestral orchestral <laughs> stuff and then uh my wife like a best of barbara Streisand record you know because she saw it there but there's just so (laughs) many things and it's looking it's like i really should just get into uh sampling more but then it requires me to drag my record player into where my computer's at because right now i have it set up in a different room you know it's like it's a whole fucking thing but if i was a real producer
1: i would do it that's what you would do yeah don't they have those fucking turntables that you could uh you hook right up to your computer you just like fucking they do download your computer basically yeah
0: I believe they do um and i know they even have like the fake ones that like you can fake scratch on you know that makes a noise oh, okay
1: that
0: would be cool but it's never been my thing i'm i'm not an analog uh musician i don't I, I don't call myself a musician at all actually you know like i've never referred to myself as that i i do make beats and i make music and all that I, but i don't even i couldn't pick up an instrument and really play it uh, I just right. can click around on some shit and I've learned how to make beats that way. I can play this keyboard a little bit as long as it's an A minor or C major because, right. you know, and <laughs> but that's about it. So like when people start get talking like in these producer channels or whatever of like, oh, I just bought the new analog synth this and this and it's like the shit where the, all the chords connect together i just am like oh yeah, oh, yeah i yeah, can have that. a clue yeah <laughs> like it just blows my mind and then it sounds kind of cool but i'm like you couldn't have found like a vst that kind
1: of sounds like that <laughs> <laughs> that's right i'm sure you could have bought one somewhere for those has that that's cool right uh
0: and like ro- i think rhodes pianos are like the coolest sounding thing you know but oh fuck yeah <laughs> I've done like the, when you see how much people pay for like the real ones, I'm like, ah, I could have just go for like the fake sounding one. That's like pretty close.
1: I'm trying to remember my, my buddy bought a fucking crazy keyboard. It was like a, what the hell it was a Kronos or something. I can't remember what the fuck. Sounds familiar. Like what, like what company makes it, but the model was a Kronos. And I think it was like a couple thousand bucks that he paid for it. I was like, "Holy fuck!" But like, that's insane, you know. That that the sounds you get at the analog sometimes is absolutely ridiculous. Right. But I don't know. You got You got to be willing to put up the fucking money, and you know, a lot of a lot of people aren't. I'm I'm certainly not. I'm not gonna go out and do that. If I if I find a VST suite, if not, fuck whatever. I mean, I'm not gonna go buy shit. I I at the moment
0: really need a new microphone. I mean, I it's I have one that's perfectly fine for this podcast, but you know, whenever you start like rapping or singing or whatever, it you're like, oh, I could probably use a better microphone. uh, Yeah, I hear you. And you know, a lot of people because I would say it's a very noob thing to say, like my music would be better if I just had a better microphone. But I I've just done a collab album where I mixed a lot of people's vocals, and mine's like a bottom five of the people on that. They like. But there's the quality of mine compared to what other people are sending me i'm like oh their shit's way better than mine like and then right. so there is so you, and there's sorry, you have, go ahead i was saying, uh you know so there is some pressure when you're doing that you're like Oh, I'm like the low man on the totem pole. Like if, if my <laughs> friends are going to make music with me, they're going to want me to have better shit. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's right. Do you have like, um, do you have just a USB mic or do you have a whole interface and all that?
0: No, I have a whole interface and all that. And that's the thing. I think if I upgraded my interface, it might do a lot. Um, I have like this four port one because so I can have all the microphones for the podcast. And so I do need that. But then people are like, actually, if you get the little single port ones, it's actually better for seeing and recording which i'm like oh mm. i i didn't realize um mm. and and i don't know if it really matters you know but i have this no. mxl uh xlr you know microphone mm-hmm. and it, it's okay um but it's just i it records a lot of high end which i do have a lot of high end in my recording voice but it's uh kind of boxy in the low end so it's i gotta okay. do like a little eqing and then uh you know cj jones our homie we and him just do a song yeah. and his mic just sounds so fucking
1: crystal clear well he's and, got a fucking he's got a fucking road some bullshit he's got a fancy ass fucking mic he does and i think
0: uh you know and he's like oh yeah i have you sad boy and kind of like yours because i can tell by the way it sounds and i'm like you asshole you know makes me all want one even more I'm like oh yeah. i want these cool expensive ones
1: well, you know what, what I would, what I would recommend if you're, if you're in the market, cause I just, I just upgraded my mic. Okay. And now I was always using like a, like a fucking old ass personas condenser mic. I don't need a condenser because I have a naturally fucking crazy bassy voice anyways. So what I did was I bought a mic that I was just going to use for podcasting and radio shows and shit like that. And that's the one I'm using now. But I, one day I did, I wrapped a couple of verses on it and my shit never sounded fucking better quality wise. And I got what I got is a Personas PD seventy. So what this is is it's uh it's like it's it's neck and neck with those fucking sure SM seven Bs, like the five hundred dollar microphones. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the same buildings, the same whatever is that, only it's about five times fucking cheaper. Like I paid a hundred and fifty bucks for this thing. You know, so that's, that's Canadian. So you can get it probably for like 110 bucks American on Amazon. And I, I would recommend looking up some videos on that thing. And It's, a, it's a dynamic it's microphone dynamic. Yeah. It's not a condenser. It's just dynamic. Right. But the- that might cut in, that might cut into your, uh, or it might cut some time out of your mixing. If you start off with that nice clean channel right off the hop. Right. Uh you
0: know, I, I have heard dynamics.
1: So condensers pick up so much
0: shit. Exactly. Yes. I've heard dynamics are the way to go for podcasts. Um, I just already had condenser mics and so I just kept on adding to it. Um but yeah, I'm all I just gotta figure out the microphone stuff. But the key is, um, and I'm sure you realize this because you have a family, is like when you're buying Audio equipment, but it's gotta come out of money that it's basically like that money
1: doesn't exist. <laughs> That's so trust me. <laughs> trust me. There's there's no money in the budget for the good shit right? It's gotta be all the living stuff. Yeah. I know that.
0: Like I'm sure like, I don't actually have a clue how fucking Canadian taxes work. Um, but in here in America, mm-hmm. you know, more or less it's like this thing where you pay a fuckload of taxes all the time. Um it, on a lot on everything you know they do like the income tax and they tag like you know you mm-hmm. do this whole story about how many times fucking breads tax and you're like these motherfuckers um yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but anyway so that whole thing happens you know but then at the end of the year um they're like "Well, how much did you make and if you make less than like whatever fucking bar or average they say they're like then you get this you get much money back yeah. and then yep. it's like your own money but people get like I real mean. fucking excited about it and then people like me totally. In my poor ass state, I have to pay money to the state of Oklahoma. And then so that sucks. And then I have to turn around. And then but because I'm like rich for Oklahoma, but I'm poor for the United States, then the federal government basically pays me back whatever I paid the state. Yeah. And then I kind of break even. And that's more or less my scenario. But whenever that happened today of a breaking even um, Maybe it was like, we got an extra $200. I was like, ooh, I could spend that on music stuff. My wife's like, you should probably just withdraw that and put that in our savings account. And I was like, sure. Yeah, that's cool. I guess that's what will happen. There you go. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. So that's why we need yeah. this podcast, Patreon, to start funding equipment upgrades.
1: That's right, guys. What the fuck's going on? are really there. letting us down here. I know it's it's their fault. They can sit there and bitch what they want, but if they're not gonna pay for it, it's their fucking fault. Yeah. I, responsibility is solely on their shoulders at this
0: point. Exactly. I've actually took taken my Patreon money. Um, I don't really take it and spend it on my hosting costs like I originally made the Patreon for. I just pay my hosting costs for my podcast. And then uh I take the money lately and I just buy Bitcoin with it. And Best. then I hope that Best. someday that'll just turn into more where I'm like, yes, look what y'all did. Y'all helped. Fund the podcast with Bitcoin. And then that's how I can get in the microphone, dollars. maybe.
1: Yeah. There. You buy it with fucking Bitcoin. There you go.
0: China's getting into the Bitcoin, apparently. So if we can get in now, sure. we can ride the rocket with China.
1: Ride the fucking rocket with China's right. Well fucking didn't what's his name? Make it make Bitcoin pretty serious when he fucking injected so much money into that elon elon yeah. Mustang, you know, elon like did billions of dollars worth of bitcoin or some shit
0: well i follow one one guy that i don't even think i ever made a song with him but i knew him through rap music back in the SoundClick days you know this is like a decade plus plus. and uh back then you know some rappers would add you as friends on facebook you know like i'm i am your friend on facebook but not nowadays i'm not many people's friends on facebook that i am internet friends with they just don't you know, it's like a fucking realm. You just don't enter whatever. It's like yep. Instagram, Twitter, but, you know, Facebook isn't. Um, But anyway, this guy I've been friends with forever, he's been always in a Bitcoin. So he always gives updates that are almost always really accurate. So if he, for a while he was like, you need to get in now because this one hedge fund's about to buy in and these people are. And so I did. I bought like $100 worth and then like within a week it came up to $200 worth. And I was like, I'm going nice. to take that out. And so I have been kind of fucking around with it, um, but I'm no crypto expert, but I do watch this one guy who seems to be on my
1: timeline. I'm like, what's that's, he talking about today? Yeah, so just got should I buy or sell? Yeah, fuck yeah, that's cool. That's what you need though. Something's gonna something's gonna give at some point, I think. And then, you know, a lot of these guys are sitting there thinking that you're fucking dumb for buying cryptocurrency. It's like, yeah, but dollars used to be backed by gold bars son and now they're not so I mean, yeah what are you what well, are you gonna do <laughs> it's crazy we
0: all live in this world that like everything really is monopoly money yeah that's but, just it that's what i'm saying i don't
1: understand how it works but i'm just like you know what there's no fucking money at the federal reserve it's gone you used to have your dollars backed up by fucking gold bars right that's how they could balance the economy but like where's the money at fort knox where's the money at fucking (laughs) where's the gold
0: right Right. well chances are uh at fort knox it's still there for if it ever happened i don't know another thing about the federal reserve and i'm getting into probably some alex jones territory here but uh yeah that's fine is it's it's a private institution it's not owned by the united states government it's like right. a fucking yeah, bank right. that named themselves the Federal Reserve, so that it sounds like they are owned by the government, but they are but not. They're not.
1: And the so, Fed owns the government, right? Is that how?
0: That's how it that is this at the moment. And so, like, we <laughs> just passed some bill that has doubled the amount of American currency that exists. Right. So, like, all okay. the American currency that exists, we just took that and doubled it in our stimulus bill. And then they're just going to print that shit. So like the value of the dollar has to go down like crazy. Like it's, I don't know. I'm so I'm not a Trump fan, but I'm not a fan of the democratic (laughs) ways either.
1: (laughs) This is fucking. Okay. So what they've decided that here's what we're going to (laughs) do. Check this out. (laughs) Y'all we're going to reprint our whole fucking economy. That'll show up. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: And then you keep getting these news stations and I hate, again, I hate being like this because I was very anti-Trump. Um, but I think he had somewhat of a point that the media was after him in the sense that they just love to bag on him and love everyone else because he was fucking crazy. You know, I'm not saying they didn't have a legitimate reason, but that is the way it worked. And so now like Joe Biden, this thing passes and all these news articles say, um, U.S. poverty ended with fourteen hundred dollar checks being mailed out to people, and it's like you can't end poverty with fourteen
1: hundred dollar no, checks. Sorry, no, you can't. <laughs> Quit saying that shit. <laughs> so like, I don't know what the average rent in America is, but fourteen hundred bucks would not fucking cut it here. Well, I'm in
0: like the poorest place in uh, America, probably not the poor. Mm-hmm. I think the Dakotas are like the poorest place, but we're a very poor state. Mm-hmm. um for like living expenses like most people that leave oklahoma move back because they're like it was just too expensive at that other place um and where i'm at right. is a college town but like a three bedroom place is like a thousand dollars probably or okay. a little more if you know if it's nice if it was a nice place okay. but i just know around the corner from me there was a three bedroom house for rent for a thousand dollars for a few months and i was like man I'm glad we have a house payment because it's a lot cheaper than, the, you know, that sort of thing. House payments are cheaper than rents. Uh, and it's like this whole fucking scam. thing. I
1: don't know. <laughs>
0: they won't give you a loan well, for a house payment. They'll say you it. can't afford it, but they'll let you pay twice yeah. the amount in rent.
1: My God. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's fucking stupid. Like we, I think about the money I fucking paid this asshole landlord and fucking rent in the six years I've been here. And it's like, dude, I've paid you like fucking eighty thousand dollars. Like almost ninety thousand fucking dollars for what?
0: I have a guy I work with, and he's lived in his same rent house since the nineties. And I'm just like, uh, y'all don't own it. Like y'all gonna work out a deal ever?
1: Bought the fucking thing by now,
0: right? It's it's pretty crazy. Um, And I definitely didn't want to purchase a house, but whenever you just looked at that, the numbers from that angle, I was like, it's kind of cheaper. Maybe we can just sell it someday if we had to. Um mm-hmm. it was a big adult decision you know
1: yeah, it's a big, it is a big decision for sure but you know when you look at it it's like you said like paying okay say a thousand bucks a month for rent versus paying three four hundred bucks right. for a market for something you own and then you, of course you get your equity and do the bank dance and this and that refinance or take out money so you can buy a new mic and shit like that right so right. oh and for anyone out there
0: wanting to buy a house there's this whole thing about escrow now I still don't quite understand it um, but every year we get this letter in the mail, and I think it means our mortgage people suck, who's Wells Fargo, uh, but it comes yes. in and it says, hey, the amount you've been paying, we didn't guess right, so you actually owe us another $1,000 for the escrow, and then we have to fucking fork over $1,000 because no, they forgot. Is that
1: on your property tax, or is uh, that...
0: I'm not sure. It's something on the mortgage. It's all rolled into one, one big, yeah, one big payment thing. But from the way I've read it, because I'm supposed to be the smart uh, math person in the marriage because I have a math degree, but I don't use it. I've I've never used it since the day I fucking earned it. So I'm like, I'm losing this shit rapidly. Um, But from the way I read it, uh, it's more or less like the escrow is like some sort of insurance safety net thing, and uh, you need to have however much in that, and then they try to guess on some percentage of how much that should be. And they just keep fucking up every year of not making us pay enough of our payment to where that fund goes dry. Something to that extent. But anyway, I don't get it. If someone out there gets it, y'all let us know.
1: Yeah, please. Cause I, I don't get it either. I don't know, man. I, I've always rented. I, I had a house one time for like, I think I had a house for a year, like a mortgage for a year. And then my previous marriage went right to hell. And so we just sold the fucking house and walked away. You know, that was about it. Right. Yeah. So, I think it's interesting uh,
0: that there are people I know that have like previous marriages. You know, I never really get into it, but um, it's like super common and no one thinks of it as like a like it doesn't have a stigma anymore, at least in America for me. like I don't know how it is up there in Canada.
1: It's honestly, it's. It's the same, I think, you know, it's this isn't like a one in two fucking marriages end in divorce or something like that or one in three or who the hell knows whatever the number is. But yeah, for sure. Right. I think I think it's the same up here, too, man.
0: Like, you know, when I was growing up, I would say it was like when I was first coming into uh, being fairly normal, you know, in the 90s, you know, it wasn't abnormal whatsoever. But still, I'd say the majority of my
1: friends' yeah. parents weren't. But it was like very common on TV shows and shit. Yeah, super common on TV shows. It's, it's, I think you're right. I think there. I think something happened in the 2000s where it was like boom or whatever. Then it's like oh, everybody's fucking divorced.
0: Well, I think it's people like want to be. They just put their happiness over other things now, and like if that's my most positive way to look at it, you know. I feel like the one positive of the internet is people get to see everyone living their best life, even if it's fake. You know, like even if they're seeing someone lie about it, and they're like, you know what? I deserve that. And then they'll go in their life and they're like, Hey, you're not doing this shit for me. And they're like, what are you talking like? Whereas in like 50 years ago, people had been married and they didn't really know what other people's marriage was like. Yeah. And so they were That's like, good. well, this must be just how it is, you know, for better well, and worse. Yeah. Um, I would
1: yeah, say, well, you think about, well, how long you like your grandparents are probably married for a long fucking time. My grandparents were married probably 60, almost 70 years. One of them.
0: I'd say you both know? my grandparents, I grew up with, uh, like my grandma and my papa who, he was my step-grandfather, so they both actually weren't married forever, but they both had, like, crazy divorce stories, like, mm-hmm. my grandmother, uh, her uh, my grandfather, who I know now, and he, like, reconnected with my mom later, like, when I was born, Um, but he, like, left my grandmother and their family and ran off with my grandmother's best friend and, okay. like, this affair, right? Like, it was, like, straight out of, like, some, like, 1970s, like, fuck it, we're gonna go do another family, and then he just fucking mm-hmm. bounced, right? And then, uh, <laughs> And I like him now, so like I feel weird, like being like you know he was an asshole to do that. And then the person my grandma went to marry, who is I like, you know I think it was like my grandpa, like the one I really grew up with, um, he was like a preacher, and his wife I think it was bipolar. I think is probably what they would diagnose her with now. And so she started like having sexual relations with uh, children, like teenage oh. boys or something. And so like. Um, yeah, another crazy dramatic thing that you would probably think of the seventies was like, holy fuck. But um it all worked out, <laughs> I guess for them they had like a Brady Bunch thing where they got together and all their kids were like all these step siblings and shit. It's fucking
1: cool, man. Yeah. Beautiful. There you go. That's Dang. that's adversity. That's the seventies, go. it. That's the seventies, goddamn. That's the seventies in a nutshell.
0: Fucking Brady, a, fucking Brady Bunch basically all my history or knowledge of pop culture is
1: all from Nick at night you know growing up yeah <laughs> it was like word up, bewitched fucking I Drip a genie Dick Van Dyke, all that
0: shit I, the, the one that sticks out the most to me I shit, I say I'd probably like in fifth grade or something and they had like this uh-huh. marathon over spring break mm-hmm. of the wonder years Nice. And it was like every episode of The Wonder Years through spring break. And I just stayed up like every fucking night and binge watched The Wonder Years. I was like, This shit's the best.
1: Yeah, this is the well, that's how you had to do it back then. You couldn't fucking look away from the TV unless you missed anything. Right. Now you can just go fucking pause it and take a piss and come back and press play. You're good to go. People had it so fucking hard back then. People are fucking spoiled now. Oh yeah. Good luck binging anything in the fucking seventies, assholes or eighties or nineties. I think like the eighties, it period.
0: probably became doable. If you happen to video record all the episodes had yeah, the
1: VCR, you're good to go. And
0: yeah. then you like saved your collection. you were like, all right, I'm watching all these again, but not, what's the chance as many people did that? Um,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm My glad I. Sister did that with wrestling with WWF. <laughs> she fucking recorded everything, dude. She had like fucking, uh, I don't even know, probably like a hundred plus VHS tapes full of different fucking like pay per views and Monday Night Raws and shit. That's, crazy.
0: that's awesome. Yeah, I used to have the like best of Summer Slam, best of. Nice whatever the halloween event was right, called yeah. and, that, yeah. and i would i would i would watch those i enjoy them i definitely loved wrestling as a kid and i mm-hmm. i talk about it a lot cuz i have some listeners of this shit you know that still watch wrestling and i wish i could still like it because that would be cool you know i think it's just like anything else it's like any other fandom yeah. out there and I, there was a time right. that like Degeneration generation x was my life and nwo That's was right. my life you know like i enjoyed Hell yeah, <laughs> it i loved it uh but now i'm watching i'm like ah oh, just no nah. can't 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 i can't keep
1: up with it i don't give a shit anymore like i liked like my shit was exactly like degeneration x before that was like ultimate warrior that sort of thing and then um i don't know i went went through this loop where like i moved out of my parents house moved to the city didn't have cable so i was kind of lost i couldn't keep up with what was fucking happening but that was like right when the attitude era ended, anyhow. And he had, I didn't give a fuck anymore after that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Once Steve Austin on The Rock weren't around anymore, it's like, oh, hey, well, fuck. Yeah, we got the same time. Cause I remember like, I'm not
0: really ever aware of me ever watching John Cena wrestle. No, me neither. I did not
1: watch Cena wrestle.
0: No. And he was like the next big person after them. So like, whatever that time was, I was just like, yep, eh, not for me. And then when I, like said, I've tried to come back. Um and like they have these other, uh, offshoots you know the people out here really good you know i saw Shaq was on something the other night but i'm like i just don't care enough about the wrestling
1: i don't know yeah i don't care anymore and i don't know it's just one of those things that just goes away i think like i used to really i used to, I don't know why i used to love watching basketball and then uh, i don't know nfl i used to love watching nfl didn't watch a fucking game last year
0: last season the nfl i did not use just either Except the Super Bowl. And then it was like the worst yeah. Super Bowl ever. So I feel like an idiot for yeah. watching it. And basketball I do love. I still love it, but they've really fucked up the TV rights and how you can view it and shit to where like it's impossible for me to watch it. Like I would love to watch the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's my local team, you know. And I, last year I watched almost every game for the last few years. Um, but they now made it where you have to have direct TV. Um like like dish lost it right so like dish used to have fox sports and like anyone that had fox sports but uh and so my parents had that and i could use their login to get in and watch it and i was like yes but they lost it so like you have to have direct tv i don't know anyone that has a direct tv login and it's like also you can buy it this other way but i haven't and then uh they should just have it where i could pay money per month to watch all my team's games and they do have that thing that exists but i live in an a zip code that is blacked out because it's too close to Oklahoma City, yeah, so you can't even. So watch I can't the, even you can't do even that. Pay to watch the shit. Yeah. It's fucking. It's so stupid, and it really. Ha- it makes like I'm one. I was one of the biggest basketball fans I knew last year, and for the last, I'd say like five or six years. And this year, Alex and I I've watched maybe one or two games that just happened to be like on ABC or something. And yeah, I'm whatever you like, oh, can catch oh, on the TV
1: God. or cable or whatever. Yeah, for sure, that's bullshit. That fucking sucks.
0: So they're ruining it. I guess is
1: my yeah. my whole <laughs> complaint here. Um, yeah, well, you know, even for baseball, for me, like I'm a, I'm a Blue Jays fan, obviously, so I'm fucking Canadian, right? But uh, I I live I live like fucking a two or three day drive to fucking Toronto where they're at, and they'll blackout games in my area. Shit, like, I'm I'm in fucking Canada, you asshole! I'm in the middle of the country. These guys are way on the fucking east, and you're blacking the game out. Like, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, that's crazy. So dumb fucking stupid uh how I guess they're not playing they're not playing in canada this year again anyways because of the pandemic so who the fuck
0: knows? right yeah they're the tampa raptors this year um That's true. is are you like the typical canadian as far as
1: like enjoying hockey do all canadians enjoy hockey i see i don't i don't give a shit about hockey um i i used to when i was younger and then it's just again one of those things i guess as i get older i'm like meh I don't care about sports anymore. (laughs) Like I used I used to be huge into sports, but now I'm like whatever dude like fuck it. I don't know. I don't know why.
0: Right. I mean, I used to I used to love football. Uh and I don't really care to watch anymore. And I think it's just so many commercials and I don't know. I I don't wanna like I don't care at all about the political aspect of it all, you know, it's not anything, but it's just all like it's such an event as opposed to, like, let's just watch a game that, like, I don't That's care about it. turning on it's the such NFL a,
1: games. It's like a spectacle now, right? It's like such a thing. It's like, oh, fuck. Everything's a crazy wrong move or whatever. And like you say, it's it's, it's, it's political grandstanding all the time at these fucking football games, you know? Right. It's like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm with Colin Kaepernick and everything like that. But all the people that fucking, like, shit on that guy for fucking using his platform to stand up for something that was more than fucking worthwhile standing up for. I was like, really? It's like, I hate that. I hate those assholes that went up there and said, you know, shut up and fucking, shut up and play football and this and that. It's like, okay, yeah, to a point, okay, for sure. But it's not like he's out here saying like, I prefer Alka-Seltzer over this and fuck you. You know what I mean? Like he was actually saying something. Right. Well, I would say
0: I think it's shit's pretty uh, multi-layered in a way. You know, like I think yeah. when it first happened because at first he just sat down um, and was very disrespectful in a way of like he wasn't educated. You know, he was speaking. And honestly, most athletes aren't educated on things where they're going to probably speak very well about something. You know, but of course, they could always become educated on the subject. Like LeBron James, I think, always does a very good job. And Colin Kaepernick, like by the second week. He had talked to some army ranger that told him you should kneel because that's like a sign of respect. And that's what he did, you know. And so like it was it just wasn't meant to be disrespectful. Now, um, the conservative, and I don't even say the conservatives, it's just either side of the party in America, they're gonna latch on to whatever they can to like get their base fired up, and that's what they did with that. And but then on the other hand, for people to act like Colin Kaepernick would be starting in the NBA, or I'm sorry, in the NFL right now. That's. I think that's kind of crazy. He wasn't that good in the last couple of years. He was in the NFL. Now those could have been down years. He could have turned it around. He had a bad team. You know, the Niners weren't very good. Um, but then he had like a tryout that people basically came back and said it was all publicity stunt by Nike because Nike was trying to make we trying to get some publicity because they paid him a whole bunch of money for a shoe contract. Like he made more money doing this than he probably would have ever made playing football. So I do think there is a side to it of like, some of it is probably a publicity stunt on his part. But then again, the Rosa Parks scenario was a publicity stunt. We just haven't, we don't think about it because it's been fucking 50 years, you know, but like in comparison like to that, uh, you know, another girl actually was on the bus. Um, There was like a 15 year old pregnant girl. And that whole scenario happened. Uh, The like, I don't know what they were called at the time, but like the, the group of people that were trying to fight for black rights, but they'd done it through like the media and propaganda, but like in a positive way, you would think, um, you know, they kind of held that story and then they reset it up with Rosa Parks to, to reenact it. And then that, it kind of happened, you know, like it was still a good thing, but like now if someone tells that story, it was like, they will be like an anti Rosa, Rosa Parks. And it's like, are you trying to say like, they shouldn't have the right to sit wherever they were on the bus? Like, I don't know. It's all the same. So like, colin kaepernick i think is weird because he's probably uh talent wise i don't know if he would have been the best but yeah he should be able to fucking nil for whatever the fuck he wants i don't know i think it's weird they didn't even start doing the national anthem before the games until 9-11 happened and then that's they right. did it yeah, as a sign of like patriotism like people was like when i grew up i'm like no they did not when you grew up they
1: never did <laughs> never on tv maybe if you were in the stadium. But Yeah, that's the, never on TV. You now it's like this whole big fucking thing. The flag comes out, and there's 800 people holding it, and they roll it up, and they have the big powerful fucking. What it's like? You know what? Like fuck, man. <laughs> the shit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm also good. not the most um, like pro military. I'm not either. Yeah, patriotic type person. Like I'm patriotic in the sense of like, yeah, I think it'd be cool if America was like actually fucking awesome and like done cool good shit. But I don't know if that's ever happened since I've been alive. Like, I think we're kind of like, we're the baddies, you know, like that meme of like, are we the baddies? I think that's kind of (laughs) how it is a lot of times.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Canada's not much better, dude. Like, It's just crazy. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not super patriotic or anything like that either. I I don't know. I just, I heard back in like my, did you, did you have to like sing the fucking national anthem? When you were, like, a kid in school, like, every fucking day? Well, ours was the Pledge of Allegiance. We oh, did the Pledge <laughs> of Allegiance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We had to sing the Canadian National Anthem, like, every day before school. It's like, why? Why are we doing this? That and then the Lord's Prayer.
0: Uh, interesting. Yeah, we would stand up and do... uh it was like someone would come over the intercom and be like, please join me in the pledge of allegiance. And then they would say it. And everyone in the class would like say it along with them. And then, uh, and the fun thing about the, that one is our pledge of allegiance has the word under one country under God or, or whatever. One country under God, And right. so people like really harp on that, but like that wasn't even added until the red scare in the 1950s because communists were atheists. And so that's when like they people really started pumping God into America because it was like anti-communist. Yeah, and that's right that's when it got put on our money that's when it got put in the pledge and then people now are like it's always been that way It's what america was founded on it's like no it fucking wasn't it happened what well, was 50s. it before what was it before do you know it just didn't have the word it would just say one country oh, indivisible liberty and justice oh, yeah. for all it's so, like it just didn't have one that country part country
1: indivisible under
0: god Yeah, <laughs> under god and then the money used to have some fucking latin shit you know yeah yeah. and then yeah, we yeah. changed it to god yeah, Trust. Yeah. uh it's very crazy, very crazy how um, I mean, the thing I like the least about politics in America is how much religion is intertwined with it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, that's not a popular opinion where I live. You know, that's like everyone's no, I, favorite I part yeah. about it here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not as. I'm not a religious person. Um, I guess I'm more of like a what's that like, 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 like a spiritual person or something. But I so like, oh, fucking thanks, Jesus. You know, it's like that, eh, bro. Like, come on.
0: Right. I mean, I I like to tell people in my, my most simple way of explaining it, because I, de- I definitely grew up in like a Southern Baptist church and stuff. And right. yeah. uh, I got saved when I was eight. And I, like, I was really, really fucking into it. But I'm not religious. You know, I tell people everyone I'm like an atheist, more for like a shock value sometimes, you know, because it's fun. Um, but as <laughs> I've like gotten a little older, I'm like, I don't know if I'm really like an atheist. I, I just think like. You know, sure, maybe God set it all in motion and he's kicking back watching. I just don't believe there's a judge. I believe everyone who sits around there's like, you just got to pray for what you want for. I'm like, but it's all predestined. Like even you know, sh- like when the things they fucking believe, like contradict, I'm like, it just it baffles me. Right. So I, j- I just can't believe in this judge or like at the end you're going to be in a thing they're like let's judge what how your game went you know like all that seems kind of fucking crazy
1: let's do your fucking report card here oh Uh
0: (laughs) like oh you were you were nice all these times and are a good human but you never said that you love me enough and then just the whole like sacrifice of like god is jesus and jesus came back and then he died and that's the sacrifice for your sins even though he's alive because he didn't die yeah, and then it's like, what's done. the sacrifice? It's like his pain. And it's like, well, just pain. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's yeah. all weird.
1: <laughs> if that's all the sacrifice is, in Christ, people sacrifice a lot of shit.
0: <laughs> and really what all started me becoming a questioning person. So if anyone's religious out there, like, how can I make my son not turn out like this? Um, I got arrested for smoking some marijuana when I first got to college. Cause it was like super fucking illegal at the time here. Now I have like a medical card and it's crazy the way the world's changed. Um, but i got arrested then i tried to go to church and everyone was like i was a fucking demon child right because like i smoked oh some pot God. and then they wanted to like pull fucking scripture of uh why it's bad and then i remember i had some scripture in psalms that like more or less was like it's good and me and this fucking pastor argued about it and like i don't know like i just remember being like oh like it's not even about like the Bible and shit. And maybe again, I'm just a pothead. And it was like, I love pot more than the Bible, but um, it was like a big opening of like, people are just like, I don't know. Their, their concerns are so awkward. And then, um, yeah, I kind of just got out of it. And then again, like I mentioned every 10 episodes on this podcast, ancient aliens happen. And it was like, yes, holy fuck. This is the greatest show that's ever existed. Not because I believe it, but because this is just as believable as every other
1: religion. And that's this is so fun. (laughs) That's it. That's, you know, the fucking Giorgio gets on there fucking saying all this shit. It's like, bro, you're probably not that fucking far off compared to some of the shit you hear, you know, like who knows? Right. And I mean, I also love
0: saying, well, that's fucked. That's stupid. You're wrong. You know, because he would say something of like, this could be could be could be and that definitely means this and you're like no 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 it does not definitely (laughs) mean that
1: (laughs) it's it's not it's not definitive dude it's definitely just not necessarily
0: (laughs) and so me and my uh college roommate best friend powwow we would uh just get stoned and fucking watch ancient aliens and i had them all downloaded this is back when torrenting you know was in its heyday and i was just like bro we're watching ancient aliens all
1: night it was just Hmm. it was great really not shape, sure. really shape my life really that will be honest that's fucking good man that's fine there's nothing wrong with that there's not goddamn thing wrong with it did you, you know speaking of, speaking of torrenting did you guys ever get fucking did you ever get dinged did you ever get like a fucking letter from your isp saying like hey you can't fucking download that
0: um i my my friend Powell, when he moved out and moved into his own place for a moment with his Uh, girlfriend they got one immediately like the first week (laughs) with him doing what i taught him and i never had gotten one and then uh me and my wife where we live now i haven't downloaded anything in a long time because i just i just pay for all that streaming shit now right and um yes but i recently got on to update our internet plan so she gave me off our login information and when i was in there i noticed that back in 2015 they sent us one every week for me downloading the newest game of thrones episode it's like hey we noticed we noticed through your ip you've been downloading you know and they had the name of it was like uh we've been asked by hbo to tell you to stop but they yeah,
1: never HBO said hey get those guys <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: But they never did anything yeah. or said anything, so I just cleared the messages and was like, Oh shit, that was six years ago. That's crazy. So that's about the last time, I guess, because that's what my messages
1: were. The last whenever I was downloading some stuff. That's hilarious. I got um I remember one time I went to visit my visit my wife before we were married and we downloaded fucking uh I Love You Man, that Paul oh, Rudd yeah. movie. Yeah. That <laughs> was like, this was years after it had already been released to DVD and everything like that. We just really wanted to watch it. I like, I'll just fucking download it. She had super fast internet for some reason. I don't know. It took like fucking three seconds. It was tight. And then, yeah, like the next time I went to see her, we had she got this fucking letter saying, like, you're a Gaspin Flight for downloading this movie illegally and blah, 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 blah. We're like, Jesus Christ. For I Love You Man? <laughs> right like universal like it's not even a fucking yeah like fuck off like it's not even like a movie that's like just not in theaters yet or still in theaters like this is over it's over for this movie
0: <laughs> yeah uh, wild. i used to that also i remember the first thing i really torrented um because we mentioned we talked about binge watching earlier i would say the first thing i really binge watched uh one of my favorite moments probably in my teenage years is i went to Nashville with uh, a FCCLA trip. So, FCCLA is like home, home ec club basically. And um, I, FFA, which is like a farmer people club, was yeah, yeah. Uh, the biggest fucking deal in my school. And I did not want anything to do with it. So, I joined the home ec club and it was like 50 girls to every one guy. So, it turned out to be kind of cool. And um, we took this big trip to Nashville with like three other schools. So, we all got a charter bus and uh on this charter bus they were like taking a vote of what we were gonna watch and the oc season one won (laughs) and i was like fuck this you know i was kind of all against it but then i was up at like 3 a.m on this charter bus with all these girls like oh my god seth and rachel you know or whatever (laughs) like i was like really fucking into it and uh then when i got home i like called this girl in my class that i knew had season two and i was like Can I please borrow season two of the O.C.? And so like I got like (laughs) that was like really my first experience binge watching stuff. And it was great. I was like, this is awesome. And then my first show I torrented was Entourage, uh, cool. which. Yeah, I'll be honest now because I've grown up a little bit. I watch it and it's not it's a little cringy. You know, it's a little douchebaggy in ways. But at the time of me being in college, I love that show. Like it was everything yeah. I I wanted and needed in a television show. <laughs> and I would just watch it over and over again. And I'd be like, yes, this is the dream. One of me or one of my friends will get famous and we'll go fucking yeah. get fucked up and live the life that. together. All going
1: together. Yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: together. <laughs> That's like the dream. And then weeds was the second show I torrented the first season like of, and it was great. And I think about going back and rewatching it now, but then I remember how bad season four is. And I'm like, no, nah, it's cool. It's fine. Fuck it. Yeah, it's
1: fine. That's awesome.
0: Uh, and also, uh, I, since you're Canadian and we're talking about binge worthy TV shows, uh, me and my best friend Pow Wow fucking love trailer park boys. So Dope. uh, he loves it way more than me. He's I've watched the original run before they went to Netflix, yeah. you know, a few times Watch. each. But he's yeah. got like he's stuck with it, you know, and he like watches all the new <laughs> ones and shit. Uh, oh, really? I kind of fell watched off
1: the, I haven't watched the new ones. I've, I've watched the, the original run for sure.
0: I watched the first season on Netflix and it was pretty good. Uh, like Ricky gets a pet goldfish and, you know, it's kind of funny <laughs> and shit. But uh, and I don't know. There's something about the hand, handy cam shit, which I know would be hard for people to watch if they didn't watch it originally because like, uh, it looks so poor quality, but it is so funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It's, you know, when that When that first came out, Nobody in Canada knew what the fuck was happening. Would, nobody thought that this would ever. Because they would play it on like um, one of our. Like CBC was like. You know, we had like basic cable. That was one of the channels. And like they'd play that like fucking uncut, middle of the day. It's like, what in the fuck? Like, I guess they. I guess no. No, they censored the swear. They still had all the guns and shit like that, which wasn't like. Uh, necessarily like a super common thing for like. Especially like CBC, which is like the biggest fucking network in canada to play that isn't you know it's it's not like a i don't even know how to describe this network it's not it's not like an abc or NBC show it's like more like like wholesome quality family things like that they're playing fuck yeah like like yeah yeah but they're playing fucking trailer park boys on it <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah it doesn't awesome. yeah it was cool it was cool then they blew up and who would have known who the fucking thought i don't think anybody thought that shit when they were watching it's like what are these assholes doing man like it's funny but like what the fuck yeah.
0: Good. Uh good for them. I remember it being on Comedy Central in America like really late at night yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, the they do it late. Yeah. And then I didn't ever really pay attention to it until the Big Dirty came out, like the the movie. <laughs> and we watched like I was in a fraternity and we were all someone's got stone people were drunk someone put on the big dirty and i was like what wait wait what the fuck is this movie like you know like i was just like I, this is the best thing i've ever watched and that's when i went home and downloaded <laughs> everything oh, ever of trailer park boys and um yeah we just we watched a lot of that shit and i think they kind of invented mockumentary i, I mean maybe something yeah. else predated them but like the office is my favorite <laughs> show and i think you know they have that format and uh some others. Well, but- the office is
1: great. That's that's a show that doesn't matter how many times you watch it, you can watch it again and again and again and again and again.
0: I try to tell my wife that. Um, she she's come around to where like through Stockholm syndrome, she will say it is a great show. Um, <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. And then whenever she says like she goes she goes man, this show's really good. And I'm like I told you. And she goes I think it's good. I don't want to watch it fucking a thousand times because like
1: bullshit. She- well, sure. We're starting it again. Yeah. Right. I know what you meant. Let's go.
0: When she- <laughs> I know she's okay with it because for Christmas she got me uh the complete set because it's got removed from Netflix, you know, an American Netflix. And yeah, uh, yeah. so we're through I'm on season four right now um on my DVDs going through. And it is pretty all right with the DVDs. You know, you don't have the skip intro button and shit. So kind of missed that. But at least I have them so I can watch it whenever. Um, but I've listened to the Office Ladies podcast. If you haven't, I like fucking Holly Rick. It's it's like a must listen every week for me. It's Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsley. And uh, they just recap every episode and they kind of tell you stories of when they were filming it and then so I'm like behind well, oh, And just listening to the episode the podcast is like watching the episode, you know, so like it's so good. Um, I get really pumped every every week when it comes out. So there's my podcast recommendation this week if you love The Office.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think I saw that they had a podcast. I never checked it out, but that's I gotta check that.
0: Right. It's really good. Like I, I would think it wouldn't be good for whatever reason. You know, my gut instinct would be like they probably aren't taking it seriously or whatever, but they it is really good. Because they're watching it really through the first time since they filmed it, you know. And so they're like and so like when they're even telling they're like, This episode's really good. And like they're watching it as fans as well. So it's pretty, pretty fun. That's awesome.
1: That's that's yeah. That's quality
0: entertainment right there. Exactly. Um, you know, I'm always trying to give people podcasts. To listen to uh, revisionist history is one. I recently knocked out all five seasons of that podcast. And it was so good. I've tried to convince other people. I'm trying to listen to old radio lab episodes. I know some of those are pretty good, but there's like 500 and something of them. And I'm like, well, that's kind of oh, too shit. many for me yeah. to really fucking realistically listen to. So, um, always looking for podcasts though in my world oh i did have one more question how's the COVID situation up there in canada
1: um so i have completely just unplugged myself from it i still do my i still do my precautions and things like that but you know i don't know man they're they're rolling out the vaccine up here but it's fuck all compared to what you guys and like the uk are doing right i know i think you guys are fucking kicking ass so that's good but yeah our vaccine up here
0: pretty pretty good like um i've already gotten both of mine
1: yeah that's right how'd that how'd that turn out you didn't get a fucking tail or start buying no. microsoft or anything like that mm-hmm.
0: so far everything's good for me um i was really tired the day i got my second one you know like, like my wife went to bed like at seven o'clock at night she was like, like she couldn't do it um and a few people i know get the fever have gotten the fever on the second one um they say to make sure to take an ibuprofen before you get the vaccine it somehow helps against the side effects and shit um but in general i know a lot of people that have gotten it but then there's also like a large section of people that haven't thought about it or and there's yeah. also a section that aren't going to get it you know regardless of whatever um but th- today um of us recording us, which again, we're doing this like a week and a half early. They, in the town where in we, they opened up, uh, they built this huge building for, to vaccinate people and to do it like in their cars, this big drive through scenario. And, uh, they opened that today and I expected it to be like really, really busy, but like it was not very busy. So I don't think people are rushing to get the vaccine
1: quite yeah. like they think they're going to. Yeah, I think I think up here the number I saw last I looked was like ninety five ninety five thousand vaccines or something like that have been distributed just in our in our one province not 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 in all of Canada. I don't know what the rest of the country is doing, but it's it's a little slower than what what it was supposed to be for sure. Now they're trying to do something where it's like you have your first dose now and then you wait three or four months and then get the second one. It's like, well, why are we, why are you waiting? Like it's supposed to be like two weeks or something. Like that. Yeah. I know mine was four weeks three weeks. Yeah. So, and they acted like it needed to be three weeks. Like <laughs> you shouldn't wait. Yeah. So yeah, that is that's a good am Like my, my city I'm in, I think is uh, the highest spreading, um, like the highest growing case number per capita in the country. So that's fucking great. Um, yeah it's just it's i think i think what it is is that people are just fucking tired of it and they think well you know what fuck you but it's you know i'm still i'm we're still doing our thing here like still locked down doing the grocery pickups and that sort of thing i mean obviously we're moving but like we're gonna be as safe as we can and shit like that but uh, i don't know man i'm getting fucking tired of it though you know I don't, I don't miss the. i don't miss like i'm I'm not one of these guys that's sitting here so oh, i can't wait to fucking see my friends and give people a hug and it's like i don't give a fuck about all that but i, I want to walk into like a fucking mall and not have to like wear a mask and shit and like you know just that with without fear i guess just simple day-to-day shit with it like well here we go now i just brought the rona home it's gonna kill my kids you know what i mean like i just wanted to have just a normal normal thing like that i don't care about the the social aspect. Right.
0: I mean, in general, my life hasn't changed much. I enjoy this this lifestyle. Uh myself. I do go to the grocery store every week, you know, wear my mask or whatever. But what I dislike about it, I guess what I'd want to be over with, is right now I go out, I wear my mask, and I even been a, I've been vaccinated both times, and I feel like I don't have to wear my mask, but they say you should. Uh but like the people that aren't wearing their masks, they want to like get an attitude or they judge you which I don't really care about, but it, it just makes division. Like, it's another thing to create division. It's like, are you a mask wearer or are you the one that you're so woke, you know you don't need it, and it's going to cause bacteria. Uh-huh. This is like the thing I can't get over is people are like, you're wearing the mask because of fear because you're scared of a virus, but I won't wear it because it's going to cause bacteria to grow in my lungs. And It's like, well, is that not you being scared of something like
1: uh-huh. You're scared of all kinds, fucking virus, you slave. Yeah, it's like you're a government slave right now, you sheep, fucking sheep,le idiot. It's like, dude, like fuck.
0: Exactly. It's like, oh, so why aren't you going to wear it? Because then their data tracking technology can. You're like, well, it sounds to me you're the fear-based one here. I don't. (laughs)
1: It's just. I mean, if a doctor tells me, or like, like a, like a fucking disease specialist says hey this is one way that we can probably slow this crazy fucking thing down it's like yeah cool man whatever i'm not gonna get up get all bent out of fucking shape but who gives a fuck
0: right my Just mom
1: shut up. is
0: a nurse so basically okay. i take well, all advice from her so she uh i don't ever go to the doctor and so she'll basically call and tell me like hey you need to do this this or this and uh, she seemed to take this covid shit fairly seriously so i was like well i
1: guess i'll listen to her well, that's just it. You know, that's and that's what I hate too, is these people up here will sit there and say, Oh, there's nobody in the fucking hospital, the beds are empty and this and that. And it's like, why are you you know, like, why are you going to hospitals and trying to fucking take videos of fucking people fighting for their life? Like my grandma fucking died of COVID in January. You know, it's a very fucking real thing. You know, I was I was one of these guys that thought you know, I I can probably make it. Like I've I've known people who've gotten, I've known people who have lost people that had it and that sort of thing. But I thought, you know, oh fuck, like maybe we'll just cruise through the other side of this thing and I'll get lucky and I won't lose anybody that you know that was like super personal to me type thing. But yeah, and then then my grandma fucking died, so it can happen. And then you know, and then and then you'll get the, the people that say, yeah, well, she's ninety plus and obviously not healthy and blah. It's like motherfucker, but she's so much more than that. You know, she was like the head of the fucking. You know, like she's like Big Mama. She's like the head of the house. Christ's sakes. And she's dead. Like, fuck. I hate that. I hate people like that that sit there and say, "Well, it doesn't doesn't affect me because I'm fucking healthy." And blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, but you can say that. But I know, I know people that work in hospitals in the UK, and they see twenty year olds hooked up to incubators or fucking or ventilators and they'll see fucking 16 year olds just die with no fucking underlying health conditions. So nobody knows. Right. I would what, say what it can do.
0: only point that I'm ever, I think a douchebag about is uh, I do find it interesting, you know, the total numbers, which I think they, they did pass the flu and all that. But um, for a while I was like, there's a lot of diseases that kill a lot of people and shit but i also realized like but they didn't have a cure yet whereas and we have like a kind of cure for the other things but it has also i mean like why haven't we gotten like some better flu vaccine like you know like i think they should really ramp up the rest because they said the flu's down by like a lot it'd be cool if people fucking wore masks in the future to like help prevent this shit um but it is a weird thing like it somehow took this this sickness to make people take it serious in a way that we really haven't taken outbreaks in the past and i guess obviously their predictions were right because it did get number wise go out of control but i remember at first being being like this shit kind of happens all the time like <laughs> you know like there's always these diseases and shit but like yeah and this one's not even that deadly you know it's like sure, one it's true, sixth yeah. of one percent and so like i do like, i i understood that logic but once it kind of kept going this long it's like yeah but that one sixth of one percent turns into a lot
1: higher number of people the longer yeah, it goes so like on fucking 10 percent of the fucking population or whatever like, you know like that's crazy yeah and that's the same thing too these those guys will sit there and say oh well the the flu numbers are sure down imagine that it's like yeah you motherfuckers everybody should be fucking isolating or like socially distancing and we're in your master's so of course the fucking flu numbers are gone down
0: well it's like we had a uh, this huge ice storm or snowstorm here in oklahoma and <laughs> texas yeah and good
1: god i saw that you people Holy and fuck.
0: uh it was great it was awesome but like everyone had to stay in for like five days and then all of a sudden all the corona numbers are down and people are like texas and oklahoma are finally doing it it's like yeah because they were fucking snowed in so twofold one people didn't go out and then second they didn't go get
1: tested that's right i saw so many people alone like well if that fucking snowstorm didn't kill me rona won't either yeah let's go you know it's like good god bro (laughs) settle down here yeah that's just it If, if 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 you're if You were shut in your home for a week. Of course. Of course the numbers will go down. That's the fucking point. And that's the problem. Because that's not happening. Especially up here. It's like you can't. We can't. Okay. So in my city right now, we can't see anybody outside of, like, who lives in our house unless you, like, go outdoors. You can have, like, I think they said the gathering is, like, 10 people or something like that. Socially distanced, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. But you can still go to a fucking bar or restaurant, just fine. It's like, so I can't see homies or family, but I can go to a mall or I can go to a bar or whatever. And it's like business as usual. Like you got to wear a mask and shit, which I think is fucking completely redundant. If you go to a bar, having to wear a mask, take your mask off to have a drink, put your mask back on. It's like, what the fuck is the point? You know, why bother? Why Why do that? Why? Why not just shut it down right across the board then? Right. I agree.
0: I think there's a lot of weird things. My favorite weird thing is that Taco Bell, they'll put the, your bag of food in this little Tupperware container and then make you grab it out of the Tupperware container, even though
1: someone had it. Even them. though they've touched it to put it in the Tupperware <laughs> Yeah, like I just can't get over it. I can't get over it. I'm like, it's like, now your turn. It's like, What? <laughs>
0: What the fuck just one of my favorite th- i saw someone who put their money in their own tupperware container and they poured <laughs> it into the taco bell persons and then they asked them to pour their bag into their tupperware like just to fuck with them and i was like oh it's so good um, oh my God. but people are everyone's trying, but sometimes it is like i don't i mean <laughs> i think it's kind of overkill which is oh. good it's better i guess to be over yeah you know.
1: i guess yeah for sure but you know but that oh. whole thing or it's just like you know, everybody knows that the Rona doesn't come out before last call. So you got to get home before the Rona gets you. Like, like what do you do?
0: Right. Well, and they have the these also checks open. of like, well, you have to be without your mask for 15 minutes and then you came in contact. It's like, oh, so it's 13 minutes. It wouldn't, the Rona's like, never mind. Only got to see you for 13 yeah. minutes.
1: The Rona's waiting there just for this fucking stopwatch. Gotcha. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on.
0: Right. So some of the rules I hear, I'm like, I don't know. I think maybe I'll just said some of this shit to try to help keep people in check when they're not real rules. And if that's the case, that's fine. But they are kind of like so strict. And it's like, nope, they were eight foot away, not six foot. It's OK. It's like, all right. and I've never understood germs. That's the other thing. You know, I took science classes and I've never understood like the five second rule or like people are like, oh, someone coughed on the table over there. I was like, can the germs not walk or like whatever their version of walking is and just get to another plate? Like, I just don't get it all. Um, So so I'm not, I'm no
1: expert here on the germ theory. I know that the the five second rule is bullshit because I saw that on Mythbusters. That I learned from the Discovery Channel.
0: (laughs) Back when they taught us stuff.
1: Yeah, that's when they taught us stuff. And I saw, I think I heard something about that whole like coughing on surfaces that, you know, it's now they think that that's probably unlikely and they were wrong because they wouldn't have enough of the enough of the germ to cause problem if it landed on the surface, I think it would be too it wouldn't be concentrated enough or something like that. But I guess the I guess the only thing would be how how does the germ get around? It's like, yeah, well if somebody else touches that surface and carries it on them type thing and blah 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 blah, away you go, right? So I don't know. Well, we're,
0: I'm going to try my best to not bring it up yet because I will say when this episode comes out, it'll be one year since for uh, me, like at my job, we have a spring break because it's a school and we went to spring break and we didn't come back. They were like, hey, never mind. Everyone's quarantining or whatever. And so yeah. we... It, that'll be one one uh year next week when this episode comes out, and so it's like, yeah, it's been a long time of this shit. So I do think we earlier like, we're just getting tired of it. I think that's why it's like, okay, we got it. It's been a year. Let's just yeah. let's just act like we're cool. Weird.
1: Well, yeah, uh, and that's it's funny that you say that. Like I was I was looking today, and it was like some Facebook memory popped up. It was been yeah, it's been a fucking year since me and my family were out at like the mall. It's been one year exactly. So, because shortly after that I was like, "Okay, y'all, <laughs> we're shutting her down." Fuck yeah. it. Like, oh, okay. And then we, just, you know, then we just carried on. It's like that's crazy to think about. This already been a whole fucking year.
0: Yeah, the NBA was going last two had, months,
1: three months. Yeah, NBA. All. The NBA had the
0: Utah Oklahoma City game where Rudy Gobert had Corona. You know, and they shut down the NBA that night. And I want to say that was like around a year ago from now and we're recording this and then after that happened the whole rest of the world was like all right we got to shut down like that was like the big the big uh first domino if you will the
1: that was insane i'll never forget seeing that and hearing that it's like dude they they stopped march madness right like, <laughs> like having people in the building for march madness and then they stopped yeah nba and then like after that like right behind them was hockey like they haven't stopped hockey for fucking anything you know, it was just—it was crazy to watch. Like you said, the domino effect, and that was the first couple to fall. It's like, well, what's going on? Is it how serious is this fucking thing? <laughs> like, and then here we are, and then, a year later, right? Still doing the thing.
0: So. Just because I I can't not bring it up anytime I can is don't forget the beginning of quarantine had the greatest documentary ever with the Tiger King, um, which took place yes, about thirty perfect. minutes from where I live. So perfect. Um, I think people should go back and listen. He's apparently going to write a memoir or a book or something. He's trying to make some money because Trump didn't pardon him. Fucking Trump. And um,
1: you promised Trump.
0: Fucking Tiger King. If somehow you have not watched it yet, I think now's the perfect time. (laughs) It's marinated (laughs) perfectly, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, it's aged well. It's been, you know, this will get you through the fourth wave.
0: But yeah. Back awareness. when we thought like this was a two week thing and we were going to be yeah. done, that was like, yeah. it was all joyful Tiger King time.
1: Oh, man. People were so happy. It's like, eh, that's fine. We'll shut it down for a little bit. Now yeah. it's just like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening? Like, what's going on? yeah you know there's some positives like yeah you know not i mean i had a great podcast still do met some great people like yourself everything like that my my wife's able to work from home we can move you know that's awesome but christ i want to walk into a fucking coffee shop sometime Right, not be fucking freaked out about who's in front of me i guess uh come to oklahoma
0: it's basically business as usual here and we have vaccines it's somehow i mean it's like the good and bad it's like no one cares but we have vaccines
1: so if they're here fuck you, you know? <laughs> right um, they're but, just sitting in the fridge waiting
0: yeah. all right man we'll call us good um i appreciate you being on um yeah, no, everyone go check out you know of course your podcast limbo cast and your live from the bunker series uh when i when i have uh some early preview shit maybe i'll send it over to you get me on your uh on your little show and uh, we can talk I'll about some you. cool collaboration hip hop songs.
1: Yeah, I'll get you on there. You let me know. You said it comes out into April, April something. 23rd, 23rd near. end. okay. All right. Yeah, I yeah, will do it. We'll do it for sure, buddy. All right, man. Well, peace. Thank you so much, dude. Peace out.